Welcome to the Lease Option Experience. I'm John Jackson, your host, and together with my co-host, Joe Seski, we answer all of your questions about lease options in real estate. We answer questions about sandwich lease options, straight lease options, lease option assignments, also known as wholesaling lease options, which is exactly what we specialize in and what I've specialized in since 2003, having done well over 700 lease option transactions. If you have questions about lease options, this is the podcast you want to be listening to. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there about real estate, real estate investing, but this is the only podcast devoted specifically to the niche of lease options. We answer all of your questions and guide you through actual real transactions, both of our own, our students, and our listeners. So what do you see? Let's get started with the next episode of the Lease Option Experience. Hey, what's up everybody? John Jackson here with the Lease option experience where we focus on lease options and real estate and how you can make money and and help people at the same time using lease options in real estate now if you're watching this on youtube subscribe to this channel so you'll be notified when we put new content out and i can tell you that nobody puts out such amazing content as me ask anyone and if you're listening to us on uh, on a podcast or spotify anything like that uh give the thumbs up subscribe also if you're watching on youtube leave comments below i actually check those comments and will answer your questions and speaking of questions if you have any questions email me any questions you have it's questions at leasing to buy.com questions at leasing to buy.com and wow i am so incredibly excited for this episode, I really am. Uh, I've never, I've not been excited about any of the other episodes before. I was, I was, matter of fact, I was dreading the other episodes. But this episode, this episode is going to be epic. Uh, two reasons: one, I'm not in the studio. I'm here at my home office here, so Joe Seski's not with me, unfortunately. But we've got a special guest, or I've got a special guest, none other than Mr. Gavin Tim's. Gavin, what's up, sir? Hey, but how you doing? I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Man, man uh, so, uh, so exciting here. I don't know you've got uh, a time limit here. We normally go for about two to three hours on these interviews. You, uh, haven't, you're not fortunate enough to be able to uh, dictate your own life, and so you've got a student call here in about 40 minutes, so we'll try to keep this short. So I'm just going to – I'm going to be like – do you know what a Gatlin gun is? You know. Okay, well, it's no. something we use in America. It's what the American military uses. Anyway, it's a very rapid-firing gun. That's what I'm going to use on you, okay? Let's go. All right. All right. Well, let's just hit it, man. Well, first of all, Gavin, good to have you here. Let's start with the first question. What is something you've done horrible that only you and God know about? Wow. What is something that I've done horrible? That's what, in business? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a heads up. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so first of all uh, let's talk about introduce yourself uh, where, uh, where are you from where do you live now and and then uh, let's dive into what got you started in real estate so tell everybody a little bit about yourself yeah um so i appreciate you having me on obviously john we've uh, we've known each other for a few years a lot of fun um you know as usual um talking with you so yeah my name's gavin timms uh i'm from england originally i live in savannah georgia uh, right now um i've lived all over the united states um i've lived in california michigan phoenix 
Georgia, Florida. So I've lived kind of all over the place, uh, but now I'm in I'm in uh, Savannah, Georgia. Um, I was a golf professional. That's what I used to do back in the UK. I'm actually PJ qualified. Um, obviously, I don't really play anymore, and I was never good enough for tours, as uh, as people like to tell me, like, "Oh, you're a failed golf pro." I'm like, "Absolutely, that's why I'm here." <laughs> so yeah, uh, no shame in that. So um, yeah, so I used to teach. So I'm PJ qualified, British PJ qualified. I used to uh, used to teach growing up. Used to play a little bit. Uh, came out to the states probably about ten years ago. And I've always looked when I came out to the United States, it was it was really important that, you know, I looked at, at the country and, and, and the the American dream. Right, I do believe that um, you have so many options here, right, to, to make it in business and, and, and to do things more than the, the UK. Right. I mean, the country's so big. Um, but one thing that, that stuck out was I refused to take a job in the United States because the vacation time is horrendous, right? Um, so what happened was when I came out, eventually met my wife. We moved out full time. She was a nurse. So she was a travel nurse and I was a golf professional. So that's how we started to move around everywhere. We just literally followed the weather. I'd pick up a job and we'd do 13 to 16 week assignments traveling around and um, and I was always looking for something to do online. I was never the person that had the passion for real estate and read all the books and had all the courses. I was just not that guy. Um, I was looking for an opportunity to kind of the, the laptop lifestyle, right, to work from anywhere, uh, from a phone and a laptop. And, and that was kind of the goal. And I had no idea how I was going to do it or what it was in. And um, basically, we were visiting back home in England probably – seven, eight years ago. And um, we happened to go into a coffee shop um, in, in a place called Cornwall, St. Ives, uh, which is like South England with my parents, my wife and me and my wife were walking. It was probably about nine o'clock at night. And there's a coffee shop that was in this is a coffee shop in the day and kind of a wine bar at night, real small tables, as you can imagine, in England, real close together. And that's where it all changed. We decided to stop and to go into this a uh, coffee shop and um we we're sitting at a table there's two couples next to us and there's a guy from ireland uh sitting there and my wife thought he was from south africa and uh and i was like no he's from ireland and she was having none of it so literally i interrupted them right and said hey where are you from he's like, oh, i'm from ireland i live in manchester blah 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 so we start this conversation what do you all do and now my wife's from america so now obviously the conversation's flowing and one of the guys said, um, I'm a property investor, but I don't see houses. And I was like, what are you talking about? You're a property investor, but you don't see houses. That's crazy. And he's like, yeah, like we don't, you know, so basically it's wholesaling, right? We call it sourcing deals in the UK. So it's wholesaling. I come to find out and he's like, oh, you'd be really good at it. You should look at it. And I'm like, no, I don't know anything about, you know, houses and properties. I can't build anything. So anyway, he's like pitching me this thing. He's not a coach. And um, I was like, well, give me a card. Let's keep in touch. And then I got back to the States and, and, and just started looking at it. And, uh, and we were emailing back and forth. He's like, I'm telling you, I've got a coach. Like, you should talk to him. And he was a guy in England. And um, anyway, next thing I started looking at this. And I'm like, wow, people are actually doing this. And uh, basically just, just went all in. Uh, spent $7,500. Never bought a course. Never read a book. Um, went straight into coaching because I believe uh, from a coaching background that if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it the right way. I don't need all this noise of, 
you know, I just look at everything I do. I, I literally put back to golf, right? Like if I'm going to go and try and make it in golf, I want to get a coach immediately because I need to learn the right way to give me the, the best chance. I'm not going to stand on the driving range for three years trying to figure it all myself, right? Uh, and I understand that sometimes when you get bad habits, you have to get worse to get better. And uh, basically, I went into coaching, didn't know anything and, and started from there. Um, and everything I do is on a virtual level. So still to this day, um, I, I don't see houses and I've put systems and processes in place to allow me to, you know, do real estate deals from anywhere. So um, I didn't know that about the about the whole uh, coffee shop. Why do you think it is that people from Ireland and the UK sound exactly like the people from South Africa? No, we clearly don't. But uh, yes, you it, do. Like, to, I don't to, to the tongue, yeah, they don't. I mean, I would say eighty percent of the people that I meet on, a, if I was given a percentage, would say I'm from Australia. That's what I would normally get. Yeah, you all say now. the same. Look, if, as far yeah. as I'm concerned, if you don't have a Texas accent, I think you're from Australia. Exactly. Or, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. It all sounds the same to me. So, uh, so you. So let's back up to where, you know, you met these people and you're like, okay, I'm going to go into real estate. Mm. And you said you jumped right into with a, with a coach. Is that right? Yeah. So I went straight into coaching. Yeah. So there's a guy in England. Yes. There's a guy in England called Tom. And, and this is who Ian's guy was at the time. So I'm talking, he wants me to go from the United States and invest in the UK. And I'm like, no, like I, I, I'm not the time difference. Like I'm still working in the day. The time difference just doesn't, it's going to be too difficult. I was like, I need to do it here. He's like, look, I, you know, I can teach you, but I don't have all the training, but I have a good friend who I'm about to do a workshop with, Joe McCall. Um, so I ended up having Joe's material, but coaching from him in the UK. So I had a UK coach with Joe's material at the time, um, on wholesaling, and uh, that's kind of you know what what I started with. And what and what year was that that you were? Uh, this was um, this was fourteen. Um, I think it was the end of fourteen oh, okay. when when I started. Maybe the end of thirteen, and then I started in fourteen. I yeah, should know now. Yeah. How many years? Like seven years. Seven whatever years, that is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. you you're using McCall's material on, on wholesaling, but the coach was in in uh, in London. Correct. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, when it goes when you go across the pond, I, it's again a big blur. I don't know what country. <laughs> what. Um, so, uh, but these but your your uh, your foot in the door with real estate start off with wholesaling, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, mm -hmm. let's talk about the transition then to, to lease options. Obviously, you already had. McCall's uh, wholesale stuff. But let's talk about the transition into lease options. Yeah. So what happened was, is that obviously I learned the craft of doing, you know, wholesale deals, um, you know, from, from anywhere. And then uh, Joe, obviously a lease option guy like you. Okay. Um, was just a natural pro progression that I, I understood. There's one thing that I believed I had was that I had the self-belief. Okay. This is not an arrogance a self-belief that I can sell anything, okay? And I believe I can hold, I can hold my own against anyone in any situation when it comes to sales. So I believe that if I can learn the concept 
of wholesaling, right, or lease options or whatever that I could I could win. I could sell you anything if I understood it. And basically what happened was, as we all know, is that the wholesaling, I think, is great. It's a great way to start. It's a great way to get cash. OK, and it's an, and it's a, an easier concept of, 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 of real estate, meaning that you don't have to be as good at sales. You, you're basically finding off market discounted properties. Right. But then you start looking at from a marketing budget and conversations and solving problems with sellers. And there's so many people that are motivated but their situation doesn't suit a cash deal. So then you start looking at the creative finance side. So obviously having Joe's material, it led in to lease options and understanding that. And there's one thing, once you understand the sales cycle and understand how to talk to people, you can actually then, it transitions to you know the lease option to give more options to solve more problems. And you can control property without owning it as well. So that's kind of how that that worked um the transition into now doing anything really i mean i have people now on my team where we'll do any creative finance deal and obviously wholesale we still do we do flips as well um so we do flips we do you know i have a couple of buy and hold i'm not a big buy and hold bird or anything like that kind of guy um but yeah so i don't know if that answers your question yeah yeah i know i did so now let's walk through making the that those steps that journey from mm -hmm. wholesale doing some wholesaling i guess you were able to get some wholesale deals under the belt mm -hmm. and the, within the first whatever maybe six months eight months year mm -hmm. and then you're transitioning bringing lease options more to the equation yeah uh, at what point then did you and joe start to to kind of meld together more what did that look yeah, like? Yeah, so, well, really, really quick, let me just jump back for a couple of minutes, is when when I when I started, I made mistakes just like everyone. So I'm a personality that's kind of all or nothing. I'm all in. Like I said, I went into coaching. I'm following training. I'm taking action. And the first mistake I made, I was in San Francisco when I started, and obviously it's a tough market, so I wanted to go virtual. So I went virtually into Jacksonville, Florida. What I'd, worked, what I'd not picked up on, at the time is that I get off, I, I get off like, let's say off the golf course at five, six o'clock. I've done direct mail into East coast. It's nine o'clock at night. Right. So all of a sudden I'm marketing in a, another time zone that I didn't want to do in the UK for that reason, but then gone and done it anyway. Right. So I moved to Phoenix and I didn't do a deal off direct mail. I spent $750. I had no idea what I was doing. And this was the game changer that I would that I'd say to everyone that's, that's listening. Okay. I went to a meetup, like meetup.com. Yep. I went to an investor meetup in um in Phoenix when we got there. And um, obviously with my accent and stand out anyway, right? Obviously, as you can imagine. But I go, it's the dead heat of summer, uh, and I turn up in slacks and a shirt. Because I'm it's an investor, I've never been to one of these things. So I'm like, oh, right, everyone's right, like, right. must be in suits and ties and stuff. And I walk in there and everyone's in flip-flops and shorts and t-shirts. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> not only do I now look like, what is this guy doing? But <laughs> now my accent, I'm like, whatever. So we sat down, and this is where it all changed when I first got my first deal. <laughs> is that the guy, Michael, who ran the event, I'll never forget it. He made everyone stand up one at a time and tell you why you were there and give your phone number out. So you had rehabbers, wholesalers, cash buyers, title company people, and, and literally stand up and it'd be like, hey, John Jackson, I uh, do lease options. Here's my number. Hit me up if you've got any deals, right? That'd be his pitch. 
So it came around to me and I'm like, here's my chance, right? So I stood up and I basically said, hey, my name's Gavin. I'm from England. I'm new to the business. I don't have any leads. If you've got any dead leads, I'll work them. Yeah. Okay, I'll work them. I believe I can close. I just need leads to work. And I sat back down. And then this lady kind of locked eyes and said, we need to connect. I met her the next morning. She gave me 60 dead leads on a spreadsheet. And she said, do you want to work these? These are no good. But if you want to call them. And I called them. They were three months old from direct mail. And we locked two deals up in the first like week and a half. They were my first two wholesale deals. And they were super small. But the proof of concept worked. Right. So that's how I actually did my first deal. So everyone listen, and especially with lease options, right? Your audience should be going after all these wholesalers doing tons of direct mail. Okay. And if there's one thing you'll get from this whole podcast, it's go and network with them and say, hey, what are you doing with the deals that don't fit the formula of your cash? And they'll probably go, nothing. Well, what if I come in and work them and partner with you? And all of a sudden, your, your, um, your marketing budget goes to zero. You're then profitable on every single deal that you do. And, uh, and, and you've got no, literally no overhead. So yesterday, it's, it's, uh, Gavin, that is absolutely right. <clears throat> uh, yesterday, I had uh, some of my students here at my house. I did come an impromptu training here at my house. And we had, uh, I don't know, uh, eight, nine people, I think, here yesterday. And uh, I went through some different things. And one of the last things I did was I had to do cold calling. Well, the list, and I could see it on the TV, on the monitor, it was a, it was a spreadsheet that I'd gotten from a big national wholesaler. Uh, and, and there was about 2,000 leads on there. So I gave them each. Here's a sample. Here's, I gave them each. I took 10 leads each and gave nice. them to, the, to my students. And it's okay. And I started calling. And, of course, they're nervous as hell. Going, oh. I said, guys, these are like these people want to sell right? They've got a property. And um, so I reached out to him and, you know, of course, you know, typical, you know, couldn't get hold, you know, left messages, whatever. We have uh, one, we had two of them with owners like, yeah, send us, you know, send us information on those. But, the, but yeah, you're exactly right. Wholesalers have all these dead, these are dead leads according yeah. to this national wholesaler, you know, in yeah. their file. It's, it'll even say on the spreadsheet, it's a dead lead. Yeah. Why? Because they want full retail. Uh, they can't sell at 70 cents in the dollar, whatever. Wholesalers have some more leads than you can ever possibly imagine. I mean, 2,000 leads I just got in a spreadsheet. Yeah. I mean, that's that's Yeah. That's that. And if you think about it, what have they, what have they spent to get them 2,000? Exactly. Tens and tens oh, of thousands and yeah, hundreds of thousands it. to get yeah. them leads. Absolutely. And you get to work them for free. Now what we do uh, is we'll pay wholesalers uh, $2,000 for each deal that, you know, that we close that way it helps, you know, it's, mm -hmm. you know, of course it reimburses them, but, um, uh, yes, yeah, so that's what we do. But that's, that's so great is it's free marketing and you're helping the wholesaler because they have leads that they can't use. Yeah. So, um, and, and the best leads are in your CRM, right? Even in your own or someone else. I take, if someone said, Hey, I'm going to do new marketing or I've got a database of a thousand leads, which do you want? And I go, a thousand leads. Give me the old stuff. 100%. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so now, yeah, like I said, so I have these students at my house here because that's how devoted I am to my to my students. Um, okay. Gavin, how yeah, how often do you have students at your house for a free training? Well, I bring them in. I, I fly them in on a private jet into Savannah, actually, one by one. That's such crap. 
<laughs> Take them out on the boat, Take see them. the beautiful ocean, not not in the middle of the country where you don't see any water. No one wants that. <laughs> um, let's let's talk about um uh <laughs> you, you know do you know well, one of joe, joe mccall yeah one of his absolute top desires in life is to have the longest running podcast real estate podcast mm-hmm. and so in, right but in order to see uh matt tiro yeah. And Matt Tiro, I think, has the longest running podcast, uh, real estate podcast, Matt Tiro. And Joe wants to, Joe McCall wants to, look to be, have the longest running podcast. So, in order for that to happen, Matt Tiro basically has to um, die. Yeah. So, how does that make you feel as a, as a human being and a God fearing Christian that Joe McCall wishes someone's death just so, to help? prop him up and his fame and glory it's terrible really i, mean, I think it's, it's sickening it is it is you shouldn't wish it on anyone you know well hey you some as they say you gotta do what you gotta do you know so, so they say it's not my style but well why would you say <laughs> it's not my style either to wish someone's death so that i can have more fame and glory but that's, hey, you know what? Let Joe do what he does. Next question before we get into um, a little bit yeah. more, let's say is, who, who grew facial hair first, you or Joe McCall? Joe. Okay. All right. So you are, so he's a trendsetter. You're a follower. That's okay. it. But that's I also fine. lost it on top, so I had to oh. keep it on the bottom. As people say, I'm upside down. So You're upside you know. down. Let's talk about. Uh, coaching as a golf instructor and how that uh, and how that relates to coaching in real estate what are the similarities there and what are some of the uh, ideologies and mindsets and processes that you use to teach someone to, to golf mm-hmm. as you would in real estate that's a great question and that's kind of where I fit, fit you know kind of fit in and felt at home um, I was just having this conversation with someone yesterday that if there's one thing that I feel I'm good at and, and where I'm most comfortable at is in the coaching environment, working with people. Um, and I think it's very, very similar, right? The golf is um, 80% of it is, is mindset. And I, I believe it in, in real estate. I just think everything we do is, is kind of mindset, right? If you look at the best in the business, if you look at the, the top athletes in the world, all right, it's not about the ability because you've probably seen people like at lower level that are fantastic and amazing, but they can't break through and it's down to what's inside because they can clearly do it because you've seen it, but can they do it on the big stage? And, um, and, and that's what I found in golf that I would look at kind of the mindset piece of it and understand it as well from a coaching aspect for me is that you have to coach people depending based on their personalities okay so what i mean by that is that i can explain something to you on a on a real estate transaction or in the or in a golf swing and there's different ways to get to the same result right so maybe it's a third party story for you to understand it if you don't understand what i'm saying i've got to be able to tell you in a different way so you personally understand it but we're still getting to the same place does that make sense mm-hmm. how we're doing it and how i explain it to you it's just like people are you a visual learner 
right? Uh, do you need it writing down? Whatever it is, and, and how are you going to get there? And again, third-party stories, right? Role plays, whatever it is that's going to get it to sink in. And that's the same in, in golf as well, right? The way that you do certain drills, maybe it's a, a, on, a, on a feeling or whatever, but you're still getting to the same outcome. And that was the biggest thing that I, you know, bought over, obviously with the mindset and having patience, right? As a golf coach or as a mentor or, or whatever we do, you have to have patience because people are going to ask you the same question. They're not going to understand. And that's why I believe that you, not everyone can be a coach. Not everyone can just jump into the position. We see people successful in our industry jumping into coaching, which I'm all for. That's awesome. But are you actually a coach? What are you in it for? Because it has to be greater than the money. It has to be greater uh, than, and again, from golf to uh, even in real estate, doing a deal, John, like let's say we did a $25,000 deal or you got your first client to make seven grand. The feeling of that to see for them is something that you can't replace yourself, right? And it's the same in golf. If you can take someone's handicap down or get them to win a tournament, right? It's things like that, that that's why I'm in it. It's that feeling to me is why I personally do what I do because I want results. Yeah, there's no doubt that uh, a couple of things. One, that uh, mindset is so important. Uh, two, that, um, that uh, you know, as a coach, that not everybody's cut out to be a coach. When people talk about how they want to do, uh, build a, uh, start coaching people, uh, they were talking to me about, uh, hey, John, I want to start uh, coaching people. How do you structure this, this, and that? I explained, well, first of all, do you really want it? And why do you want to do that? Because it's two totally different businesses than doing deals versus coaching totally different yeah and uh and third the greatest joy that you get or that i get as a coach is to see the students do deals uh you know if i do a lease option deal uh i you know it doesn't you know it doesn't you know blow my skirt up it's because i've yeah. done so many it's literally required for me it requires almost zero brain cells yeah. uh um but but for a student to do a deal, now that's exciting. I, oh, and yeah. I go above and beyond. I know you do too, to, uh, to help that student get across the finish line, close that deal. And um, uh, so that's where the excitement really comes from. And you know, going back to, to golf, and I know we got to get ready to wrap this up here in about five minutes, but going back to golf, one of the things I heard uh, Jason Palliser, who I don't know if you know who Jason is, um, you're probably not big enough in this industry to know some of these names I'm dropping. Yeah. But, not like you, not the same, not the same stage. No, <laughs> but I would do his two-day blueprint, which is phenomenal, by the way. You, you really ought to go to that. Um, and it's two days of just some serious, serious marketing and marketing ideas and strategies. But one of the things he said, just like boom, stuck out with me. And he said, um, and it's been said a couple of different ways, but the way he said it was match the processes, the outcome will happen. And as a coach, we have to explain that to our student that they come on board. All they want is the outcome. They want the outcome. They get their eye on the prize. And we have to go say, no, 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 master the processes. Then the outcome will happen. And I relate that to golf. Like if like a, a Tiger Woods or Ernie Els or whomever, you know, a professional golfer, each one of these golfers has a coach, right? Um, and they will spend, I remember Tom Kite uh, years ago talking about how he'd spend like three or four hours practicing uh, 
100 yard shot, right? Practicing that, whatever it was, say a nine iron or whatever, for mm-hmm. like three or four hours. Well, uh, that's part of the process. Teeing off the dry, teeing off the off the tee box mm-hmm. and practice that is one yeah. process. Going yeah. to the fairway, that's another process. So you're mastering each process. Yeah. The outcome is getting the hole. You don't get up in the tee box and think about mm-hmm. the little hole and trying to get no. And so with real estate, you're mastering the process, which may start off with say, uh, determining your area. Uh, that's a process. The yeah. marketing niche that you're going to specialize in, the strategy. Mm-hmm. Each yeah. one's a process to get to the outcome. Do you see that that correlation? A hundred percent. Yeah. So what we call it in golf is a pre-shot routine. Okay. So you have a you practice a pre-shot routine. So when you go under pressure, that doesn't change. You do the routine that you've practiced a million times, and that's when obviously it will stand up in pressure. Or that's the the idea, right? Tiger Woods once said that he visualizes a red line that he steps over. Once he steps over that red line in a pre-shot routine to set up to the ball, everything else goes out of his mind and he's just executing the shot. So he had a visualized red line. Once he was over the red line, nothing else mattered. It was just an execution. Um, and, 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 and I say to, to students, and I actually did a podcast on this, uh, a few months ago, uh, was focus on today and the outcome will happen. Um, so what I get to people to teach is exactly just like a pre-shot routine, that if we do the step-by-step things and focus every day on them things, the outcome will happen. You're exactly right. When people come in, they panic. They need money. I got to do a deal. I got to get a deal. I, I got to have a deal in 30 days. And all the energy is focusing on the deal right? It's on the outcome. And the problem is, is that they're not doing the step-by-step things each day to get that outcome. And that is one of the biggest things. So if you can focus on five sellers a day, three offers a day, every single day, and that's all you did, your routine was to do enough marketing to have five quality conversations to make three offers, do that every day. And then all of a sudden you spoke to 25 people in a week, a hundred in a month, you've made 60 offers in a month. You can see you have to do deals at that point, right? So that is going to be the fastest way to a deal is what you do today, not thinking about the, the actual the actual deal and the closing process. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, we were you know I were talking a little bit before uh, the show started about how um, people sometimes tend to come to us and they need a they need a hail mary, yeah. and we're not the ones to provide a hail. Nobody, you know, no coach out there in real estate no. to provide the hail mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and because then they're going to be focusing on the on that deal and not mastering uh, the process. So yeah. uh, and that's something I really teach my students is master that process. You know, Ben Crenshaw said that you're talking about red, the red line and Tiger Woods. Ben Crenshaw, somebody asked him before when you go up to, to make that tee shot, you know, and uh, you know, what's going through your head as you're making that tee shot. And he mm-hmm. said nothing. Absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. And yeah. that's true. Nothing should be going through. It should be, yeah. you know, uh, uh, you shouldn't be worried about, uh, yeah. oh, I got to twist this. Or is my grip right? No, you should have practiced it enough that, you know, it's, you know, you know, that shot. So, yeah. Um, so uh, just a couple more minutes here. Uh, Cause I know you've got to, you got to get running uh, to one of your coaching calls, which uh, by the way, and uh, if you don't mind telling us uh, approximately how many students do you, uh, do you work with? I know you work with, more than I do, but how much, because I think I work with, right now we've got 48 students that I work with, that myself and my team work with, but you, you've got more than that, don't you? 
Yeah, well, it depends with like, because we have obviously the courses and stuff. So in the courses, if we're delivering content to them, obviously that they're, they're a lot more. But in the core group, um, I actually run numbers. We probably have about 60 active um, students. And I'd say, you know, our, our model is we go live three to four times a week and we probably get anywhere between 12 and 18, uh, maybe 20 people on live. Um, and uh, but. But I, I don't like – there's a place for courses, and I think there's a place for, uh, you know, mentorship and coaching just like you do, right? And, and, and I think it's different things. What, what kind of person are you? Can, you? can you truly, truly pick a course and stay disciplined and dedicated without any accountability to focus and, and make it happen? Because if they take your course, they can do it if they are that disciplined. But what I see in this industry that in – infuriates me more than anything is that when everyone keeps buying course after course after course after course after course and they can't do a deal and it's just that like and then you look and they spent 10 grand in courses whatever it's just it's just like what are you doing it's nothing about the material it wasn't john jackson or joe or somebody else it's not the material it's you you need to change right you need accountability because you're busy you're, you're happy because you've watched 10 videos back to back and you've had a great day because you've watched all this material. If you don't put any of that into action, you're not going to make any money. Um, so, you know, just like you, we want to work with the right people. We want to take people to actually have a business, right? I mean, we're in a transactional business, John. It's a grind. It is. Yeah. So if you don't have the processes and the systems and the people in place, you don't have a business, you have a job. And I think it's understanding everyone has to start with a job, but you have to have the vision to get out and actually own a business just like you do, right? You're not on every call. You're not locking up every deal. Um, you're still active, involved, but you're working on the business, not in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely right. Uh, and I, you know, we, I, you and I see the same clients, you know, we're uh, the same students where they bought your course or, you know, Joe's yeah. course, somebody else's course and my course. And um, the point is they just, you know, it's, it's not the materials. It's they didn't take the, uh, they didn't take the action. Absolutely. So. And we won't take them. If someone comes in and starts complaining, I'm not having it because it's yeah. nothing to do with that. Oh, this didn't work. No, no, no. You didn't work. <laughs> and, you, and, and it's identifying and being true to yourself, right? Because until, if you're staying in that deluded mindset, you're not going to, I'm not going to get results for you either because you're coming in negative to basically you're just coming in just to prove it doesn't work instead of thinking like i'm going to make this happen and actually work and and the cool thing is and you have the same john is when you have clients in the group that when i have clients doing 25 grand 40 grand 10 grand well what's your excuse you know yeah. why, why hey, they're that, doing it what's your excuse yeah that group setting makes them accountable yeah. they can't go well Absolutely. this didn't work it does here's sally and aubrey and blah, 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 yeah 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 uh, all right um Two last quick questions because I know you got to run. One um, is, do you do you ever wish sometimes that you met me before Joe McCall? Always, I go wake up every morning. Yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> uh, last question is, where can people find Gavin Timms? Um, you can find me. My company is you're watching REI Network. Network. So you can go YouTube, REI Network with Gavin Timms. I have a podcast, REI Network with Gavin Timms. And you can email me with any questions you have at support at REI Network.com, support at REI Network.com.
And you've yeah, you've got a podcast. I've seen and uh, and I apologize, I've not been following, but you, I've seen you uh, doing stuff with Don Costa and um, yeah, we do coffee with closers every coffee Wednesday. Closers. David okay. Dodge, yeah, we David need to get Dodge. you on. You want yeah. to come on? No, let's get you on live Wednesday. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, write it down right now. Damn right, it. You're in. Damn. I know that's what you were hinting at. <laughs> <laughs> that's like going, hey, aren't you having a party on Wednesday? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to come? A yeah. bit like you and your wedding this morning. I know. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm getting married in August. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, I'll send that invite after yeah. it's done. <laughs> no, you, don't even, you don't even need to send gifts. I'll send you my cash app. <laughs> no, I want you. I want you at that wedding, damn it. I'm serious. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I do. I would love, Gavin. I need someone to pay the bar. I don't even drink, and I'm, i got to pay for drinks, <laughs> these idiots. Text me your address after this. Okay. If you don't text me your address after as soon as this is over, I'm going to talk smack about you, all right? Uh, okay. Have me on Coffee with Closers. Just give me a little bit of heads yes. up. I'd love it for sure. Love it for yeah. sure. Gavin Timms, thank you so much, guys. You can reach Gavin at go to REI Network. Is REINetwork.com? Is that right? REINetwork.com, yeah. Support at REI Network if you want to send me an email. Support at REINetwork.com. Uh, Gavin, thank you so much. I know you got a coaching call, and I've got to get a manicure done. So thank you so much, Gavin. Great to Appreciate see you as you. always. And I'm sure I'll see you at the reunion, at the uh, Family Mastermind, all that stuff. Yep, you will. Looking forward to it. Gavin, take care, sir. And I'll all see right, you at bud. my wedding. I'll see you at my wedding, damn it. Yeah, okay. Appreciate you, bud. I want your thank address. You. I will. I'll give it you. All right. Take care. Thanks, bye. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of the Lease Option Experience. I hope you got a lot of information out of that episode. Again, if you have any questions about lease options, email us questions at leasingtobuy.com. Again, that's questions at leasingtobuy.com. And again, if you haven't yet, subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a thumbs up on uh, any platform that you're listening to or watching us on. Again, questions at leasingtobuy.com. And if you haven't, again, go to leaseoptionclasses.com. Get all your free downloads, a lot of great information, including the steps to lease option, a lease option calculator, my seller price sheet, and even my comparison sheet. Again, that's leaseoptionclasses.com. And we've got a lot more training videos there as well. And you can even learn more about uh, the lease options 2.0 training information. All right, take care and we'll see you on the next episode.